doesn't matter. I want all my picks back, and I want David goddamn Putney just because I feel like it. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I am, man. I see that already. You make this deal right now, Tom, and you get Bo Callahan. Say it with me. You get Bo. You do your job. That's what's the problem right here. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I'm Reese Merritt. In front of me is my host, my co-host, Nate Emerton, and we are Foxborough Fanatics, the Emerton and Merritt era. We want to remind you that on this podcast, it is a weekly podcast, and we always begin our episodes recapping the most recent Patriots game, and we play some fun games in between, too. Um, this past game against the Saints, it was a doozy. <sighs> I know. I know, Emerton. I'm feeling it, and... That was a tough one to watch, and it wasn't just Mac Jones. I mean, it was a big part of Mac Jones' play, but um, it was a full team effort for coming out with a 34 to nothing goose egg shutout loss. Yeah. So I was lucky to be in the attendance of this game, and, man, the highlight of the game was the nice queso and chips I ate before. <laughs> and once I got to my seats, it went straight downhill from there. It was... A blowout. Yeah. Like, usually when the Patriots lose, we can see some positive reinforcement to have. Like, oh, we just messed up here. We had the momentum. There was one play. The stadium's energy Mm. got sucked out immediately. I think that's what we saw a lot. That's what I noticed. At least um, I was watching it back here in Springfield. Of course, you were at the game. But um, there was a lack of energy. I didn't see anybody... Um, coaches included, but yeah. also players, get anybody hyped up for the actual game. There is no one trying to encourage each other. I understand that that energy is really hard to continue and to bring throughout the game when you're down by so much. Um, of course, they're down 21 nothing at the half. Um, but at least someone, at least somebody on you know within those veterans or Mac Jones, um, I feel like they should have been keeping that energy up. Yeah, it's definitely hard because as we recap the last game, Mac's already on very thin ice. Yeah. And the first points of the game was a Mac Jones pick six. That hurts. That hurts the soul of New England, and it just hurts us in general. It's a hard time to get rolling when your first pass goes to the other team. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones' stats um, during that game – um, he was 12 of 22, which is a 55 completion percentage, 110 yards, and two interceptions. Um, I will, you know, Mac Jones' play was not good, um, yeah. clearly from those stats. But I also want to talk about the offensive line because the offensive line was not doing well. Of course, they've had to reshuffle their line every single game. Um, but at least with that first interception that Tyron Matthew um, intercepted and took back to the end zone. He was hit on that play. Mac Jones was hit on that play um, and caused that. I think we got some serious problems going on in that offensive line. Yeah, you could clearly see it from the pass and run game. When you can't establish a run game, which won't establish a pass game, you know it's your offensive line. That's a huge problem there. Um, it's hard to see exactly who that problem is. I know we saw Trent Brown out there a few times not looking great. But it's hard to put that exact blame on someone specifically. I think the O-line in general is having a hard time this season. Yep. 
yeah, there's been a lot of injuries with that. Um, I want to bring our attention to one play that happened in the second quarter um, that stood out a lot to me. It was a third and 14 play. Um, there's 23 seconds remaining in the half. Um, Trent Brown was on the left side, the left tackle, and Vidarian Lowe was the right tackle. And they were both beaten simultaneously at the same time. Basically, immediately, um, Lowe was beat by Cam Jordan, and Trent Brown was beat by Carl Granderson. And all they were doing were reaching out. Um, they were both there, and I remember from um, a journalist um, on X um, show that they were both in Mac Jones's face um, within 1.26 seconds. Um, that's not enough for <laughs> Mac Jones to get the ball out, especially because it was a promising drive um, before the end of the half when they were at the New Orleans 46-yard line. Um, there's a real issue with that offensive line. Yeah, there really is, but there's an issue with everything this year. Yeah. I, I want to just take a quick second. What reminded me was we got shut out, and usually the Patriots at least could put three on the board. Yeah. But our fourth-round pick kicker this year? Yep. Me, yeah, he um, – Ryland, is that his name? Yep, Chad Ryland. He missed – a field goal. Yes, granted it was far, but if you're going to get drafted, especially a fourth rounder, you got to hit those field goals. I, from my stance, couldn't see exactly what went into that. Was that an offensive line, just quick rush, or was that bad hold, bad snap? From my end, um, you know, I'm going to give Ryland the benefit of the doubt. Um, it looked like the wind took that one quite a bit. Okay. Um, that broke um, right to left, um, going past the left upright. Um, of course, Chad Ryland is a rookie um, from Maryland, fourth-round pick at um, pick 112 from this past draft. Um, I feel like that was just a win thing, and um, I remember they mentioned on the CBS broadcast um, that the Jumbotron, the new one, that's like an acre-large um, board, um, has a kind of effect on how you kick and how the wind moves through the stadium now. Really? Um, so I don't know if that has something to do with it, but um, you know it's it, it's unfortunate that Ryland wasn't able to make that, but the wind took that pretty well. All right, yeah, it's good to know. It's yeah. hard to see from where my uh, section three hundred five displeased <laughs> seats were, but yeah, I, I couldn't tell if it was a snap, the O line, or just a bad kick. But I I understand sometimes kicks just don't go through the uprights. Yeah, um, you know we've been talking about like this has been a full team effort into how poorly they've been playing. Um, I wanted to provide some stats on the Patriots' first half deficits this season. Um, the only one they haven't had uh, was in week three against the Jets when they're up at half, 10 of three. Um, but in all other games, in week one, the Eagles, they're down 16 to nothing. Against the Dolphins in week two, they're down 17-3. In week four against the Cowboys, they're down 28-3. Shout out Falcons. Um, and then this past week against the Saints, 21-0. Um, that's a total of 16 points in the first half yeah, that's and no two good. shutouts. They also have been outscored 72-3 uh, in the last eight quarters. Not good stuff. No, it is not. <laughs> um, I want to return back to Mac Jones. Um, I pulled up some stats from some other quarterbacks that played yesterday. Okay. Um, and I'm going to name off some quarterbacks, and I'm going to have you choose whether you'd have Mac Jones or you would have that other quarterback. 
And this was based off yesterday's stats? Just yesterday's stats. Okay, that's pretty good because I wasn't able to watch much football besides the Pats. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yesterday, again, Jones' stats was 12 of 22, which is 55% completion percentage, uh, 110 yards and two interceptions. Um, would you rather have Mac Jones or Colts quarterback Gardner Minshew, who came in to the second quarter, end of the second quarter, in replacement of Anthony Richardson? Oh, I would so much rather have Minshew. Yeah? Oh, yeah, he's a dog. So Minshew's stats yesterday was 11 of 14 for a 79 completion percentage oh, yeah. and 155 yards. That's pretty good. <laughs> would you rather have Mac Jones or C.J. Stroud, Texans quarterback? Oh, rookies. Um, I'd rather go rookie Stroud. Stroud? Yeah. So he was 20 of 35, 57 completion percentage, which is still better still than better. Mac Jones. Uh, 249 yards and one touchdown. Yeah. That's, okay. that's still a little better. Not the completion percentage you want to see, but at he least he put a up little po- better. He put up points. Yeah. Um, would you rather have Mac Jones or Falcons quarterback Desmond Ritter? Not sure how he played yesterday, but from what I know, I think I'd rather have Mac. Rather Mac? Desmond Ritter's stats, 28 of 37, which is a 76 completion percentage. Ooh. 329 <coughs> yards and one touchdown. Okay. That's not bad. That's not that bad at all. It's actually quite surprising. I would not have thought that Ritter would play like that. Yeah, overall, I would thought that Mac could outplay him. But All right, and lastly, would you rather have Mac Jones or Commander's quarterback who played on Thursday night, Sam Howell? Oh, that's a close one. Um, I think I'd rather have Sam Howell. All right. He was 37 of 51, 73 completion percentage. 388 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Wow. <laughs> so surprisingly enough, all these quarterbacks played better than Mac Jones. And those aren't big names. No, absolutely not. I think when I look at this list, um, the only guy that I would have really thought, oh, he can probably pull through as a better quarterback than Mac Jones, at least where I was thinking before the season, the only one that I felt that could pull through was C.J. Stroud, and I felt that I was very high on him during the draft. The others I would not have thought would be able to pull through like that. But clearly, um, it has happened. And in the last two games, if we look at both of um, Mac Jones' stats from the Saints and the Cowboys, um, Mac Jones was 24-43, 56 um, completion percentage, 260 yards, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. And for those who think that Bailey Zappi is the move over Mac Jones, I have some stats for you that he was 4 for 9 for 57 yards against the Cowboys when he came in. He was 3 for 9 with 22 yards when he came in against the Saints. He came in two games looking no better, way overthrown balls against the Saints. He had wide open Hunter Henry on the left side, overthrew him. Mm-hmm wide open receiver on the right side can't remember who it was exactly overthrew him he had some opportunities to show that he could do it and he did not succeed in that spot so any zappy fans out there i hate to say it but i think mac is still the better option yeah unfortunately um it's kind of sad we have to say unfortunately jones is the better option um but with quarterback as our topic right now um Nate, I want to ask you, do you think we're rolling with Mac Jones as the quarterback for the rest of the season? Or do you think at least 
that the Patriots organization is looking elsewhere for a potential replacement? Because at this point, um, we kind of have to start from ground zero and kind of reconsider how we're running things. Yeah, I I think that the Patriots organization is just going to keep rolling with Mac this year. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of the last time a team has brought in a veteran quarterback even or a new quarterback midseason and it's turned that successful. I think with what we have in the organization at the moment, quarterback-wise, Mac Jones is our best option. We need to work on the O-line or maybe developing a strategy that can work for Mac's strength, whether that's check downs, handoffs, screen passes, something. But Mac Jones is still the best option, in my opinion. As of next year, I don't think that's the case. But for this year, yes, I believe Mac Jones is the best option. Yeah, and I want to let you have an opportunity to talk about the future of this team, too. And, you know, I know there are folks who believe that, you know, Bill Belichick should be out of there. Um, You know, personally, I don't really agree with that I think he's gonna have a job as long as he wants you know and um, in terms of Mac Jones's play I think we still need to think about that offensive line um, and try to get some people healthy but um, I know Bill Belichick addressed that you know we have to rethink how we're running things but Nate I want to give you an opportunity to talk about the future yeah so it, it breaks my heart to think that the Patriots and Belichick might be parting ways but There's always a time where you have to move on and work towards the future, whether that's this year, next year, three years from now. That time will be probably sooner than we hope to believe. I think rolling with Belichick next year is still the move, especially if we could sign maybe a veteran quarterback in the free agency. I think just getting someone that can fill the role of Brady. Now, I'm not saying the GOAT role, but saying can throw the ball, stay in the pocket, be calm in pressure, and just do his job a little bit better than Mac Jones is something we can see in the future work very well for Bill Belichick and Bill O'Brien's methods of offense. I Bill O'Brien coming into the season was like, the best news I heard in a while because we had Matt Patricia last year, which w- right. we saw how that played out. Yep. So I I had high hopes for Bill O'Brien, but it just seems like when it's third and three, we're calling one-on-one to Devontae Parker passes. that It's just not working, and then we're left on fourth and third. Like, Is that a Mac Jones, hey, I'm going to throw this ball up, or is it a Bill O'Brien, we're going to throw this ball up? Like, That's a huge issue we need to look at. Right, and the Patriots have gone 30 straight drives without a touchdown, which is most consecutive ever under Bill Belichick, and that's really awful to see. That's really awful as a Patriots fan to take in because um, it almost feels like, like what do we do now? Because the offense wasn't performing well. The defense wasn't performing well. You know, due to Ryland's kick, it felt like the special teams wasn't doing well. Right. It feels like there's a whole reconstruction. I think that's why people are thinking about, you know, moving on from Bill Belichick, which I disagree with. I, you know, I still believe he's the best coach ever. Um, but certainly, there there needs to be other voices um, within the organization to fix all of this because it's not just the Jones thing. It's an offensive line issue. It's the lack of talent at the receiver position. 
Unfortunately, injuries have been nagging us at defense. Um, it's still not an excuse. Just because Matthew Judon is gone and just because Christian Gonzalez is gone is not an excuse because we had Keon White who's been doing well at um, the rookie defensive end. Um, I expected Josh Uche to come in and support, Dietrich Wise, and it didn't feel like that was happening. Um, I think you know, the defense's best friend is if you can get a pass rush going, you can affect the quarterback, which affects the whole passing game. It just felt like everything was falling apart in that game, and I think a lot of fans realize that. Yeah, we looked sloppy. Yeah. Usually a bad Patriots team is a very well-sound Patriots team that just can't get the last little drive going. Right. We saw that in the first two games. Right, but this game we looked sloppy. I mean, we had Jabril Peppers fair catch a ball within 15 yards of a punt, and luckily it got called back. Yeah, it ended up losing yards, Mm -hmm. but you don't see that on a Bill Belichick team is just mental errors over and over again. We had third downs on defense that we usually have Judon rush, get the passer, get the ball out, stop that third down completion. But yesterday, they had plenty of time to throw to a wide-open Michael Thomas, a wide-open receiver downfield that it just seemed like we were sloppy letting people run all over us. It's something we haven't seen in 20 years, and I'm only 20 years old. Right. All right. That's enough sorrowful talk. That was a hard game to watch. And at the end of the day, we know that we just there's a lot to fix. There's a lot that needs to be fixed. But we want to... Tune up our spirits a little bit. We're yeah. moving to our next me- segment. Um, it's our hot takes, hot takes hot segment. We takes. always love it. Um, Nate, are we spinning the wheel today? Yeah, we got a few signups this week, so let's Good. get that wheel spun. Oh, oh Nate Ramis. Nate Ramis. Very All nice. Right. Let's let's give this number a call. Okay. Hello? Hey, Nate. It is Reese Merritt and Nate Emerton from Foxborough Fanatics, the Emerton and Merritt era. We heard that we wanted to, that you wanted to provide a hot take for this week. Can we get your hot take? Okay. My hot take is that the Texans are going to win the AFC South. Okay. All right. So you think that um, the Texans are going to be out the Colts, the Titans, and the Jaguars? Yes, exactly. All right, last time I checked, the Jaguars beat the Bills. Right. Do you like I would love uh, like love a more of an explanation cuz I really love CJ Stroud. Um he was someone that I really liked in the draft and um I don't know if that's where you're coming from. I think with the Jaguars and the Texans you have two very good young teams, but I just mm-hmm. think that Jacksonville is not going to be able to stay consistent. They did pull out a very good win against the Bills, but I just have more faith in CJ Stroud. Because I think the the Jaguars are going to crumble. Like the Texans just beat the Jaguars, and it's going to be a tough dis- like tough division. But I have faith. I have faith in the Texans, and I'm rooting for them. Mm. Yeah, it is a close division. But the Jaguars, Colts are both three and two. The Texans and Titans are both two and three. It is neck mm-hmm. to neck right now. I'm a little concerned. Anthony Richardson just got pulled out with his shoulder, so I think they might be pulled out a little bit of a race because I don't have much much like as much faith in them if he's not playing. But I think C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, Tank Dell, like, they're mm-hmm. going to pull through. 
Yeah, I feel like the Texans are one of those teams that you always want to win because right. they, they haven't had much success in the past. So, like, now that they have C.J. Stroud, like, I am rooting for them a little bit. Um, in my opinion, I still feel like the Jaguars are still going to win. But I wouldn't rule them out so as being playoff them, contenders. <laughs> That's a sleeper pick right there. They're gonna, you're going to be surprised. All right. All right. No, we, we love to hear it. I mean, this, this was a good take. Last week's take with uh, Ryan Jeffers was pretty out there. So this We still love Ryan Jeffers. This so. is still a little reasonable. Yeah, you know, call me back when they win the, like, win the division. I'll be here. <laughs> All right, we'll write uh, your we'll name down. Will do, Nate Ramos. Will do. Sorry. I can't change your name. All right. Calling. It was nice having you on. Well, that was a hot take. I like it though. Like, yeah. Like I said before, the Texans is, is one of those teams that you want to root for. I think people feel similarly about the Lions, except for Green Bay Packers fans. Right. But, um, I, like, it's one of those teams that just hasn't done well in the past. Um, C.J. Stroud is performing well, and I'm happy to see that um, Nico Collins and Tank Dell are performing well too. Um, it's a good young team, and maybe. I could see them in the future really pulling it together. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm still not sure about this year. Yeah, I, so I this still year, go ahead. They won, uh, they won two games, both one against the Jaguars, as he said, and the other was against the Steelers. I think it was a pretty, pretty bad beaten against the Steelers, 30-6 to six, if I remember correctly. But mm-hmm. their three losses did come from the Ravens, Colts, and Falcons. And the Ravens pretty good team Colts in the division that's a pretty tough loss there but the Falcons lost how do you feel on that on which lost when uh, the Texans just beat the uh, the Falcons just beat the Texans oh, yeah. yesterday yeah I mean it's a close game and you know I feel like the Texans are is one of those teams that they're kind of all over the place and um, if we look back at some of their games um, they lost to the Colts by 11 points um, but two weeks ago they did beat the Jaguars, thirty-seven to seventeen. Um, so, like that gives them hope, and they—they, they, I mean, they, you know, like you said, they absolutely took over the Steelers, um, winning thirty to six. But, you know, they didn't beat the Falcons. So, like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It's up in the air. It's really up in the air, and so, like, I think I really like this hot take because it, it's definitely one that I could see happening. Um, I don't foresee because of the injuries that's happened to Richardson. I don't see the Colts making it, and I don't see the Titans making it. So um, I think that's a great hot take. And I, I would I would say that the Texans are playoff contenders for sure. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. And I'm, I look forward to recapping on this in Week 17. I feel that it's something we're going to look back on and be like, wow, Nate Ramos was correct or – Wow, Nate Ramis spoke a little too soon. Right. It's gonna be it's gonna be nice to see. But it is interesting that this might be the first time we could say that the Texans are better than the Patriots. They are. Yeah. Yep. Especially <laughs> on offense. When I heard that hot take, that was the first thing I heard that we're talking about the Texans winning a division and we're talking about the Patriots potentially coming in last in the division. Yeah. That's crazy. It is really crazy. Crazy and times. And the Patriots are uh, last in points per game. Yeah. I'm going to repeat that again. Last in points per game with 11.0. Bad stat. Yeah, very bad. 
Look, we already figured out how to turn that back into the Patriots, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That's okay, though. I mean, that's what we do at uh, that's, that's what we do. Foxborough Fanatics. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's keep this wheel moving. Let's transition into our next segment. Choose that game. Reese, it's your turn it's to my turn. choose that game. It's my turn. You may have seen this game on TikTok before. Um, but basically, we're going to be um, choosing teams. Um, you'll be choosing a quarterback, a, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex position, which is a running back or wide receiver, and a defense, creating your own team. Um, we'll be spinning a wheel. The wheel. To choo- the figure out which team we'll be choosing from. So say we were to get the Packers, I would choose a player to try to improve my team to make the best team possible. Um, say I pick Jordan Love. You would not be able to take Jordan Love next. You would have to Got pick it. someone else. Um, this is of current players. But you want to make the best team ever. Got it. Sound good? Sounds good. Well, let's spin that wheel. All right, let's spin that wheel. All right, spinning the wheel. All right, the first team we got is the Buffalo Bills. The Bills. You choose first because you're my special guest at this game. Mm, This is a hard one. I feel like there's lots of good quarterbacks out there, lots of good receivers, but I'm going to take Stephon Diggs. Okay. I I feel like he's the best option on that team right now. Yeah. Um, I think the obvious answer for that next one is uh, Josh Allen. I got to pick Allen. That's a good pick. All right, let's spin the wheel again. All right. Emerson's got his first wide receiver. I got my quarterback. Oh, the Eagles. Eagles. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, my turn. Well, I already picked my quarterback, so I think the next one's pretty obvious. Um, you could say defense here, um, but I'm going to go with A.J. A. Brown. I like A.J. Brown a lot. That's a good pick. Um, <laughs> to be able to go between Devonta Smith and... Jalen Hurts. I feel like Hurts mm. is a great quarterback, but Smith is also a really good receiver too, pairing with Diggs. Um, you know, just because of how the year's been going, I, I think I'm gonna roll with Devontae Smith. I'm gonna really, uh, yeah. I think I'm gonna go see if I could get a better quarterback. Wow. Let's just fill up this wide receiver spots with two solid, great quarterbacks. Wow. Yeah. I, if it was mine, I have to be honest with you, Nate. I would have picked Jalen Hurts. Uh, I'm surprised. Yeah, he's just not looking great this year. He he's not looking bad. I'm I'm certainly not trying to trash on Jalen Hurts, but yeah, I I just feel like Diggs and Smith with maybe a better quarterback is a better chance of winning this game rather than Diggs and Hurts with another receiver. Man, wow. All right, keep spinning the wheel. That one hurts a little bit, even though we're not Eagles fans. It still hurts a little bit. All right, let's see what team we have next. The Browns. Browns. <laughs> Do uh, injured player counts? Because I would I don't love to I, take I don't, Nick Chubb right now. I know. I, I would, too. I don't think we can do Nick Chubb because he's not playing right now. Right. Oh, this is a hard one. Um, Maybe David Njoku? Um, <laughs> I, um, you know, the Browns are one of those teams that lacks in some certain positions unless I'm um, – you know, I got my receivers filled. I can't take Cooper. Right. <laughs> um, you know, Nick Chubb being out really hurts You do have me. that flex spot. I do have this flex spot. Um, or you I, could save it. Yeah, I might save my flex spot. Okay. So I think I'm just going to go Njoku. I'm just going to take my tight end. Okay. I feel like he's a solid, solid tight end here. Yeah. 
Um, I think, you know, I was thinking Jerome Ford, but I don't think I would want to fill him at my running back squad. So I'm going to go with Mari Cooper. Um, that pick. will complete the wide receiver squad with A.J. Brown. Yeah, getting the ball from Josh Allen's certainly not a bad look there. No, no, it's not. All right. All right, who do we got next? Oh, man, we're only picking teams that we've lost to this year. The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas huh? Cowboys. And I get the pick next. Well, I got to go. Um, oh, well, see, I was about to say Tony Pollard, but that defense. Yeah. Wow. I think I'm going to go to defense. That's I really wanted move. to go Tony Pollard, but I want to go defense. That is a, a amazing defense, especially if you've got the Dallas defense on your fancy team. True. I do not in my leagues, but – I do love the Dallas defense. That is a good team. Good team, even with Trayvon Diggs out. They still yeah. look pretty good. Yesterday, it doesn't prove my point, but overall, they have been very good this year. Yeah. I am going to take uh, Tony Pollard here. Yep, as you should. Yeah. That's a pretty good spot to fill in with Diggs. As, Smith a, as your first Joku. running back, too. All right, let's see what we got yeah, next. Running back one, Tony Pollard. All right, spinning the wheel again. My first pick here. Yep, your first pick next. And I got the New York Jets. New York Jets. <laughs> oh, don't you wish you had Aaron Rodgers? Zach Rogers? Wilson. <laughs> That's a joke, everyone. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna blame the running back. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, can I pick uh, Vikings? Dalvin Cook. <laughs> um, or Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. Uh, there's n- defense. Their defense isn't it's not bad. bad. No. Not bad. Running backs. I, I feel like I can get another running back. I'm gonna take the Jets defense. They've they've okay. been they've been doing strong this year. Okay. I'm gonna go with them. I feel like I only really have one option. I'm going yeah. I'm going Brees Hall. Yeah. I have to. Um so I I feel like there's not much of an, uh, another option here. Yeah, I Are mean Dalvin Cook in the past has been phenomenal. Slow start to this year, but Brees Hall is definitely a better pick this time. Yeah, for those listening, um, left in Emerton's team, he needs a quarterback, he needs a running back, and he has his flex position still open. For me, I'm kind of similar. I need my running back, I need a tight end, and I need a flex position too. All right, let's see what we got next. Let's spin that Come wheel. On. Big quarterback team, big quarterback team. Oh. Ooh, the Raiders. Raiders. And I get the pick. Oh, do I wish I had it. Well, I have my flex. You do have your I flex. have my flex. We're going Devontae Adams. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good pick there. Um, that's, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my running back, too. Tony Pollard in the front and Josh Jacobs in the back. Fair enough. Yeah. Not a bad look there. No. All right. All right, I need my running back and tight end. You need your quarterback and flex. Oh, we got the Bills again. Bills again. Bills again. Your turn first. Yeah, that's not (laughs) not (laughs) exactly what I wanted there because I can't take Allen. I can't take Diggs. I got my flex spot open. I got my quarterback. You're thinking either like Gabe Davis or one of the running backs. James Cook's not bad. James Cook. You know, with a strong running back core, I'd ma- I might as well give my next quarterback because I don't know who it's going to be because it's the next <laughs> spin, a nice Gabe Davis option. All right. Gabe Davis. And I need my running back and my tight end. Interesting. Yeah. 
I would really love to pick a really good tight end, but I feel like I want to save my running back spot. Yeah, because I mean James Cook and Brees Hall are both good, but that's not that's it's not that strong. Right, they're not like stars. Right. Um, yeah, and then I got the debate, or who do I pick, Dalton Kincaid, or do I pick Dawson Knox? But I feel like Dawson Knox is the veteran. I'm going to yeah. go Dawson Knox. It's a good pick. All right, last spin. All right, big quarterback team. Please not the Patriots. Big quarterback <laughs> team. Please not the Patriots. Come on, spins, spins. What is it? We got the Bears. We got the Bears. I mean, I'll, you know, you got your running back spot open. I got my quarterback. I'll take... I'll take Fields. You know, not the worst, not the best, not having a great year this year, but he's got potential. Maybe with uh, my coaching, I can turn him around. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I just have to settle for Herbert. (laughs) 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 Like, like that's not – Yeah. maybe I should have gone somewhere else, but either way. Yeah, so we're going to post this later on on Instagram, and we would love to hear from you folks what team you think is better, what team you would think would win against each other. My team here, we got Justin Fields, Tony Pollard, uh, Stefan Diggs, Josh Jacobs, sorry, him too, as running back too, Devontae Smith, David Njoku, Gabe Davis, and the Jets defense. Yeah, and then for me, you got at quarterback Josh Allen, Khalil Herbert, Brees Hall, A.J. Brown, Amari Cooper, Dawson Knox, Devontae Adams, and mm. the Dallas defense. Yeah, that's pretty good there. But I do like my Jets defense against your Josh Allen. Really? He loves to throw to the other team. Yeah, well, I don't know. You know, I they did lose. Yeah, I, Dallas, I understand that. I don't I like my team. Yeah, Dallas defense against Justin Fields is a pretty good one. I too. mean look at look at my wide receiver squad. AJ Brown, Mark Cooper, and Devontae Adams. True. I got Diggs and Davis who's been doing Josh Allen justice and uh Devontae Smith you're too high. sprinkle you're, in there. You're too high on Devontae Smith. You're too high. No way. I th- personally, I think Smith and AJ Brown's f- way closer. You would have had. You think you would have had a better team if you put Jalen Hurts. I I don't know because that that distributes my whole team differently. I think Fields throwing to Smith is perfectly fine. Devontae Smith is great speed, great hands, gets open. All right. We'll, we'll let the we'll let the folks who listen decide. Yeah, when they pick my team. <laughs> yeah, we'll say. <laughs> All right. It was a good game. Yeah. Good game. That was okay? I liked it. Okay. I like how I won. I mean, played. All right, Nate. (laughs) All right, Nate. We'll figure that out later. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap up into our preview for this coming game. Um, It is the New England Patriots at Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Coming into this game, we've got um, two very good players on the offense, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. I'm sure that... Um, that'll be the number one priority to take those threats away. Um, but I want to focus a little bit on the offense. As we said before, um, the energy has been lacking. I think it's going to be important to start out strong, rolling. Um, my hope, I'm not necessarily saying it's going to happen, but my hope is that they will play towards max strengths. I feel like he's done very well in the play-action pass with an up-tempo pace. I want to see that a little bit more. That would be really nice to see. Yeah, it would definitely be nice to see if Max comfortable out there, us New England fans, maybe we take a step back on the hate, give him some love, see what he can do. Um, coming into this Raiders game, we, we also see our friend Jacoby Myers again, right? Yes, we do. I, I just want to say, Jacoby, if you're listening, um, 
I would love for you to do what you did last year, but to us. Mm. Yeah, please lateral right to our team this time. Right. To a defensive end. Yeah. You know. And then we could stiff arm Garoppolo to the ground and run right in. Yeah. Which defensive end would you like that to go to? If you get to choose. Uh, honestly, let's just do the biggest, fattest one out there. Like, oh. biggest guy. So you want a defensive tackle? Yeah. I kind of want, like, um, maybe Lawrence Guy Sr. Yeah. Yeah. He would be cool to see stiff arm Garoppolo to the ground. Because they played together. So maybe that that bond will show. Yeah. That would be really cool to see for him. I feel like we haven't heard his name. As much. Right. Um, I want to let you know that um, Taekwon Fortin, the wide receiver, has been designated for return from injured reserve. So mm. we may see him, we may not, um, but it looks like he's starting to come back. Yeah. Um, that'd we be cool to see. We could love his speed on this team. Oh, yes. We can work some screen passes. Not Maybe not like last year where we ran too many screen passes but right. a few to get the offense moving get it forward maybe get us into a nice second and short to take a long ball or just run it for the first down the speed's definitely going to be there to help us yeah absolutely so something else i'd like to include is that the las vegas raiders are last in the nfl for rushing yards per game with 71.4 yards per game um so obviously their run game is not as great. So taking that into account, their receivers are what makes their offense run. And if we can really you know, stop and prevent Devontae Adams from getting the ball, Jacoby Myers from getting the ball, um, we're going to really you know, plug that offense and not allow them to get ahead. Um, we've had a hard time with taking leads and getting ahead of the opposing team's offense. And if we can take advantage of those receivers not worrying too much about the run game because their run game, as said, is not as strong. If we can take that offense, um, their offensive weapons, from, you know, saying their wide receivers, um, we may be able to get a lead in this game. Yeah, definitely. It's time for the defense to step up and time for the offense to step up, especially. Um, it's going to be a big win this week if we could get it. We got to capitalize against the Raiders here because we got the Bills, then Dolphins coming up in future weeks. Those are two very hard games. So one and four right now. We really got to start picking up the pace if we're going to yep. try to hit that playoff mark. Absolutely. So your New England Patriots are playing on Sunday, October fifteenth at four o five p.m. Eastern Time on CBS against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, we want to include some of our Instagram handles for Foxborough Fanatics. Our Instagram handle is Foxborough underscore Fanatics. And for Birthplace Studios, their Instagram handle is Birthplace underscore Studios. So just put an underscore in between those two words. Um, Emerton, you got anything else? Yeah. I just want to remind us New England fans out there. Okay. We haven't heard this in a while. I just want to remind us it is something we hear once in a while. That was very good. Um, for those who don't know, um, we play those that song at the touchdowns that we score at Gillette. Yeah. So maybe maybe we can play that in our head yep. when they're at Las Vegas a little bit. That's our hope. Maybe if you're listening to this, put it on a few times in the car after. Get the mojo going. Get it through your veins. Get it through Mac's veins. Let's start hearing that song more for you, company. Absolutely. So let's bring the energy for our New England Patriots. Emerson, 
Let's have a good let's go pass together. One, two, three. Let's, let's go, go pass! pass!